Embark on a whimsical adventure as Charles Johnson, fueled by boundless enthusiasm, takes you on a throwback episode of Utah's Spirit Trail. Picture this, a magical bus journey weaving through the stunning landscapes of Utah with Charles as your spirited guide, leading a distillery trail like no other. There is no other in the state quite like Charles with such passion and vigor amongst our distillers. Join us in raising a glass to the enchanting fusion of travel, taste, and time on this Taste Masters throwback episode. Cheers to Charles Johnson and the spellbinding Utah's Spirit Trail. Check them out. Introducing Sugar House Distillery, where craft meets tradition. Handcrafted from grain to glass, at Sugar House Distillery, every drop of liquid magic is meticulously crafted from the very grains to the final sip, ensuring unparalleled quality. As the first privately owned liquor store in South Salt Lake since the days of Prohibition, Sugar House proudly prioritizes quality over quantity in everything they do. But that's not all. You're in for a treat with their incredible canned cocktails of many varieties. Sip on perfection in a can that's beautifully blended and ready to enjoy wherever your adventures take you. Ready to witness the magic? Join Sugar House Distillery for a tour at 22nd 12 Southwest Temple in South Salt Lake and experience their passion behind their craft. And when you visit, be sure to mention that Tastemasters sent you. At Sugar House Distillery, they do not just make spirits, they craft memories. Raise a glass of tradition, craftsmanship, and unforgettable flavors. Salud. Until the next spirits, my friend. Listening to the Tastemasters, where we sit down and learn from artists within the world of craft beer, liquor, and various fermentation techniques. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We are here live at Hopkins Brewing. Uh, so this episode is sponsored by Hopkins. They're letting us use their facility, and we are doing the recording in the brew house. Chad Hopkins has been nice enough for us to record here in the brew house. So if you hear the background noise or if you hear Chad brewing, that's what's going on. Uh, and unfortunately, Wyatt's no longer going to be a part of uh, Tastemasters for a while. He's got to step back due to military reasons. So I have guest hosts that are going to be coming in and joining us for a while. My first guest host uh, since Wyatt's absent will be Derek Hart, honorary Tastemaster. Hello, Derek. Hey, it's been a while. I like, know. Like, I think a whole think week. Last week. <laughs> <laughs> but Derek, you are the head brewer of Strap Tank Brewing Company, two facilities located in Lehigh and Springville. Uh, you also secretly are my boss. That's true. I'm <laughs> See, the boss, man. You've been uh, teaching me a lot about the brewery and becoming an upcoming up and coming brewer. So thank you for that ahead of time. Uh, thank you for coming here today. I know you are a huge fan of whiskey outside of beer. So I have someone for you. I have one of my friends, Charles Johnson of Utah Spirit, Utah's Spirit Trail. Charles, welcome to the show, brother. Hey, thanks. <laughs> From the far land of Box Elder. <laughs> yeah, all the way up in Tremont. It's uh, practically... Southern Idaho. <laughs> uh, you are Idaho, basically. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Absolutely. Yeah. They redrew the lines. Basically, past like uh, Brigham City, I just see like Bear Lake and Idaho. Like that's exactly my mind. Like yeah. I don't know what's in between there. Fill yeah. in the gap. Kind there's of thing. yeah, there's nothing. Honestly, there, there's nothing. Uh, farmlands. There's a couple of really cool uh, things out there. Um, Golden Spikes out there, which is a historical site. But gotcha. other than that, I think I've been there. I think I've heard of Powerball. But that's a going away. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Charles, I need, uh, first question I want to ask, who the hell are you? What is, who is Charles Johnson? Tell me about yourself. Where are you from? What do you do? 
Well, I'm a, I'm a military veteran, retired uh, several years ago, actually retired in 14, um, originally from Washington State, so not a local boy, but I've lived in Utah longer than I lived in Washington, as it go. turns out now, I'm all my, uh, pretty much my adult life here. Um, lived in several countries and lots of different states, uh, so I've been around a little bit, seen some different things, and I still travel a lot uh, with my current job, well, not since Corona, but... Um, Shout out Corona. <laughs> yeah, hey, hashtag Corona sucks. Right. Um, but so I haven't traveled that much in the last year, but normally I travel a little bit. And when I do travel, I like to go to different distilleries, and that kind of was the inspiration behind uh, the Spirit Trail. So, and after talking with um, some of the distillers and listening to uh, some of their struggles, and it just became readily apparent that. The one thing that they all needed, I mean, they're, they're all unique in their own way, but the one thing that they all needed was uh, recognition um, okay. and to be kind of put out there. But, you know, that's about me in a nutshell. I like that. So you're basically this uh, Utah Spirit Trail, is a, you're the voice or the mouthpiece for these distillers, kind of trying to give them showcasing what they're doing behind the scenes because like I feel like distillers, you don't really hear about distillers being badass and just like they're kind of quiet, I feel like. Distilling... There's not a huge niche of a community of distilling, but and the like in the beer world, I see like everyone's just kind of a community that's kind of like a brotherhood, if you will. Yes. But distillers, I, they're kind of quiet. They like, are, um, and there's there's lots of different reasons for that. Mainly, um, you know, you have these small distilleries, and they're one man, one woman shows. Um, so they have time to distill their spirits, whatever it is, you know, rum, gin, whiskey. Um, vodka, doesn't matter what it is. They just don't have time for social media. Um, the ones that are out there, uh, we're lucky to hear from, honestly. Uh, so when they put out a new spirit, it's a struggle for them to, you know, you know, at the end of the day, they work 12, 14 hours and they get home and, oh yeah, check Instagram. It's just not on their mind, you know, yeah. sleep yeah, I, and their families. Are after that long really of a day, it. yeah, it's like last thing you're thinking yeah. about, you know, I've pulled a couple of long days, like when you have to double batch a brew and you're the only one, it's like 14 hours you go home and it's like, you know, forget to shower, forget to take a bath or something. And you're like, no, yeah. no, I'm going to sleep, just kick off the bed. boots and yeah. do it first last thing in the morning. Last thing I want to do is look on social media and just browse and waste my time. I just want to go to bed or do something productive for the last few hours of being right. awake. Yeah. Get that. So, I mean, they, they just don't have time for it. So I'm, Kind of the unofficial, I guess, um, spokesperson. spokesman. Yeah. I I like to think of myself more as a curator of, because I think I like what that. they're doing is art. So um, much like you would go, if you went to a museum or a, an art gallery, you'd have a curator that would walk you around and, and show you different things. So that's kind of what I see myself as. Is that I believe uh, very adamantly that these are, um, artists in the, in the truest form. They just don't use paint. They, you know, they use grain and, um, you know, different. Yeah, grain barrels, yeah. like any kind of adjuncts or botanicals. Like, yeah, like, the, yeah, I agree 100%. Yeah. Like, some of these, like, spirits and beers, like, they're oh, getting insane. Like, everything's crazy now. I used to be, I was huge into craft beer for a very long time, um, kind of when it was, you know, early '90s mm -hmm. when craft, you know, everybody was brewing beer oh, in their so basement. Like the dawn of the IPA. Was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just it, it, some of the stuff was just foul, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but you, 
you, you can appreciate their effort. You can appreciate what they're trying to do. Um, but as I got older, the, you know, the thicker beers that I really enjoy, well, I got wider and I just couldn't work out enough to, uh, kind of keep that off. <laughs> so, uh, my wife and I have always been into, uh, kind of collecting and, uh, enjoying wine. Mm-hmm. Um, but that just wasn't, that wasn't a good replacement for a beer, you know, you know, and fine like craft beer. So that's when I kind of got into um, scotch and whiskey, which has always kind of been an outlier anyways. Mm-hmm. I always liked a nice glass of scotch, but I didn't really know much about it. Like I knew about beer and wine. And so um, you know, I, when I finished college, I just kind of threw myself at that. You know, I was used to doing research for research papers and stuff like that. So I just kind of, that became a hobby for me was learning all I could about the different whiskeys of the world and you know, scotches and bourbon and all that kind of stuff. So I'm still not there. There, there. I talk to so many people that are way smarter than I am, but I hope to get there. Right now, I think um, my main focus is trying to promote all of the distillers, the local distillers. Yeah, so. and how many distilleries are you uh, promoting on this spirit trail? Right now we have um, 12. Cool. Yeah. And who's that consist of, if you don't mind me asking? That is uh, Beehive. Uh, let's see. Love their gin. Yeah. Beehive's Beehive. gin is, yeah. I think that was the Jackrabbit gin. Is that what it is? Yep. That one's probably one of the best in the state for sure. Yeah. Beehive, Dented Brick, um, Hammer Spring, Distillers, High West, of course, Holy Stone. Holy Stone, that's Holy another Stone, one we're, we're very fond of. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Ethan is dream. just, when you talk about oh, an artist, he, just, oh, he really is, yeah. though. And having him on the show a couple weeks or months ago, it was just, I just sat there in awe, like, you are truly an artist. Yeah. And I, that was a great show, by the way. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's all him. I mean, he's the one that you're sitting there. I, I wish he was well more, more well known than he is now. Oh, know? and that's what, he, that's what I'm trying to do. You know, I, if I could just, get people into these distilleries and that's kind of why we're started the um well actually i'll get into that so um ogden's own outlaw sugar house the hive winery and brandy company up in layton so they make brandy huh i didn't know that yeah they do make brandy they distill um that part of it which you know if they're distilling a spirit then um that kind of and they have they have a neat story you know they have a neat space so it to be a part of the trail, that's that's kind of what we're we're looking for is is a destination, you know, a, a place where people can go and and listen to the stories. Um, Vintage Spirits is coming online. They're going to be open hopefully in April. Vintage, where, where they're located? Where, at? Yeah, they're going to be. Uh, they're South Salt Lake. Okay, so um, just yeah. they're kind of over by Holy Stone. Okay, um, in that kind of area in in the industrial area. Hmm. Um, and then all the way down in St. George, we have Silver Reef, you know, which Silver was Reef. a uh, is still a brewery, yeah. Uh, and they have a, a vineyard out there, they do wine, interesting. Um, but they are now moving into distilling spirits, so they have one of my favorite lagers, Mexican cervezas, that down there. Oh, it's that great. was fantastic, yeah, yeah. But I didn't know I haven't tried their spirits though. That's well, so sadly, it, one of the struggles for the distilleries is that they Without the notoriety, without um, the general population knowing where they are, there's no demand signal for them. 
So you walk into the DBC, if you don't recognize the local label, um, then you're probably just going to go with whatever spirit that you were looking for, not knowing that you could be supporting uh, a local distiller. And, you know, in, in a lot of cases, I've done a lot of side-by-sides with, um, you know, the big big name whiskeys and the big name scotches and, uh, well, we don't do a scotch, but vodkas and gins. And I just think that the what's coming out of Utah right now is better in a lot of cases. And if you go to our website or, or the distiller's website, you'll find that there are um, a lot of awards that these distilleries have made, but you're not going to see anybody local promoting that, yeah. you know? So we try to get the word out to, to people that, Hey, we've got, you know, double gold medal winning rums, um, gins and, 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 uh, Holy Stones vodka too. They they won that medal in the blind taste test where yeah, it was this, compared and yeah, their vodka. I mean, their vodka is like drinking water. It just oh, goes right down. If you were if you looked at the label and saw um, you know the the APV on it, you might be put off like, oh, this is going to be this is going to be strong. Oh yeah, yeah like but the Navy no. Strength Gin where oh. it's like like 114 proof, but, but it, it I mix it with so like lime smooth. seltzer water and that's it. Yeah. I just, you know, just a nice easy cocktail yeah. and it is like my favorite drink right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I use a little bit of lemon juice and and some simple syrup and that just makes an oh, amazing. Oh yeah, for sure. Wow. Absolutely. So good. What's your go-to drink right now when it comes to liquors? Like what's your best cocktail at I moment? think well, okay, so I just shot a video last night. Uh, for the Spirit Trail. We usually try to shoot the, the cocktail videos on Friday and then edit over the weekend and release on Sunday. Um, and I did a cocktail that actually got me fired from my uh, first and last bartending job. You <laughs> uh, <laughs> got me excited. I don't want to yeah, hear this. <laughs> so uh, it's a Long Island iced tea, which is um, four different spirits. Uh, well, unless you include the Cointreau, then it's you know five. But um, I have forgotten how much I really like that. When I've but I wasn't from Utah when I got my first bartending job. And uh, I, so I landed in Utah. <laughs> Within the first year, I got a part-time job as a bartender. And, uh, you know, my family, they were, my sister, my nephew, my brother, my mom have all been bartenders at one time or another. Um, and so, um, anyways, I, I was pretty clear on what a Long Island IC was supposed to be. And uh, so I made one. And I made another, you know, for one customer. And, and that customer um, would, would became a returning customer to that, you know, <laughs> I the, would that restaurant. Yeah. Any uh, legal iced tea? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And then they, uh, they found out what I was doing. They said, no, that's, that's, that's illegal. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And they that's said, what the drink is, they just, right? They had to, yeah. it, was, it was enough that they, they had to let me go then. Because they just they just figured that it wasn't worth the risk. Couldn't risk it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I had the I had the not the library, but I had the 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 memory of all of these different cocktails. So they were just worried that I would continue to make over um, right, over spirited yeah. cocktails. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. So but, he, Charles, go ahead. Oh, he might be the reason why we had the little counters oh, yeah, on the, the liquor the bottles. Yeah. <laughs> that, don't blame me for that. Fuck it, Charles. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. No, but Come Charles, on. you brought a secret box, and I keep staring at it. Uh, this box, it look, I thought it was like CIA kind of stuff. It looked like it was bomb-proof. It has, oh my God. So it's the Utah Spirit Trail sample kit, huh? 
Well, it, okay, so it is unofficial. Um, unofficial sample kit. So what I've what I've been kind of I've been fielding kind of calls for some bar owners that want to kind of redo their back bar, right? And so I've helped a few in Ogden, and I just thought, well, there's got to be a way that I can make uh, something where I can I can travel to them because it, before we spend a lot of time over the phone and and do. Um, do Zoom meetings and stuff like that, and I, you know, kind of walk them through. But without them actually being able to taste something, then it just really didn't. It didn't sit with them. It didn't. I don't think it came across it as well. And they they still brought on local spirits, but um, I just figured this would be this would allow me to go to them with a library of different spirits. They're all little two ounce taster bottles um, of all, all the different spirits on the trail. Without so there's bringing two, like 15 different bottles or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like so that. it's not, so, I mean, I could load up a bunch of bottles, but all of my bottles are open and that's technically not illegal. legal. Yeah. Right. So I just figure having something like this, I could go to the bar or their house. I can make some cocktails at their house and really kind of showcase the, the local spirits because you can't. So for like um, Dented Brick, they have that super cool glitter coconut rum. Mm-hmm. It's got the edible oh. glitter in it. Did and not you see just that one. can't, you, yeah, you can't explain that one well enough for somebody to get that, you know, kind of what that's going to do to a cocktail and right. how that changes not only the aesthetic of the cocktail, but the flavor of the cocktail. And I, I just think it's, uh, it was important to be able to capture that in a cocktail for somebody that is truly interested in, in redoing their bar. So um, the Cerulea gin from Holystone. Yeah. Oh, it changes that with blue? the pH. Yeah. Oh, when you, you throw me? some egg yeah. whites and yeah, it turns a little bit more blue. You add some citrus or like yeah, some lime or like lemon. Pink. But you yeah, can't do that over pink. a Zoom call. It doesn't do it justice. You can't do that over the phone. It doesn't do it justice. You got to do it right in front of them and you have to hey, taste this. Like it right. not, not only looks pretty. It's not pleasing to the eye, but to my palate, it's also delicious. Yeah. Oh man, absolutely. Yeah. It just some of you. It maybe not just the aesthetic, but it's the nose. Like when you bring the cocktail to, you know, up to take that first sip, and you you smell the botanicals in a in um, like a Hammer Spring gin, or or you know, it's just there's just so many different things. I I play around with all of the porters, different liqueurs. You know. The, um, Porter's Peach and Porter's Fire. And oh, yeah, Porter's you can Fire. Make, oh, yeah. You, you can mix that in anything, right? Um, all of the brandies that the Hive make. You could. I'm curious you, about that. Have you had a brandy from the Hive? From the Hive? No, yeah. I have not. Yeah, they're um, very tasty. And they really, honestly, after talking to them and, and doing some tastings up them with them, obviously pre-COVID, I had no idea what brandy was. I actually thought brandy was more like a liqueur. It's thick and syrupy and sweet and... They um, they gave me some different samples and it really changed my mind. It, it really blew me away what you can do with you know just some grain spirit and some uh, fruit. You know, it just it really is it really is amazing. They honestly, they're if I could point to one location and just say you know they they would benefit most from 
a physical spirit trail, um, it would be them because they they only have a very small percentage of rep- spirits that are represented. What spirits are wine? That's what represented in the DABC. So you go to their um, their distillery, their uh, where they uh, distill their brandy and produce their wines and and their uh, hard ciders. You would be absolutely blown away with the amount of products that they they have, right? But they you just don't have the shelf space on the DBC. So again, uh, without the demand signal from the population, I just don't think that there's going to be a change wholesale in the way DABC sees things. So that's what you're saying about the laws. Cause DABC, the laws are affecting, you think for sure distilling, it's affecting us getting local product out there. DABC is kind of, is it hard for a local distillery to put their product in the DABC? Oh, absolutely. Um, in most cases, if a distillery wants to, if they're fortunate enough to be in one of the distilleries and they have a few products um, in the distillery, like Outlaw, for instance, if they have a honey bourbon that, you know, say what you will about honey and, and bourbon, you know, if it's most people would uh, will tell you that if you have honey in the bourbon, it's not bourbon anymore. Well, it starts out as bourbon, you add honey to it. So call it what you, call it whatever you want. Label says honey bourbon, so that's what I'm going to call it. Um, but they can't put it on the shelves in the DABC because the DABC has told them, well, if you want to carry that, then you have to pull something else off. What? Yeah. Is that really what? What? <laughs> Why? So, so DABC will not support local liquors. No. Well, they in a they way. carry them in a, in a way. I think. Um, How does that make sense? That makes absolutely no sense to me. I mean, wouldn't it be amazing if the DABC just kind of like, hey, maybe we should have just a local. You know, a branch like yeah. located in Salt well, like Lake or like one in Ogden or something. You walk in there and it's just local spirits. Yeah, right. That'd be well, fantastic. I mean, how can we fix that? How, is there a way that we could kind of like showcase? Hey, this is ridiculous. This is well, unfair. Well, I think that's absurd. As long as the customers aren't asking for a local spirit, they're not really going to do anything. Well, I think that's why you did the trail because all you, all I know is the the bottom shelf. I'm gonna go get Stoli. I'm gonna go go yeah. down. I'm gonna grab think something. I'm I'm, oh, I know what Jose Cuervo is. Like, uh, that's just easy, right? Right. But I don't know what Outlaw is. I have no idea what Hammer Spring. I don't know. Like, but right. so this trail is to showcase what's in front, like in our backyards right, right now. And then we got you're trying to help bring up a demand so the DABC can carry these local spirits. Absolutely. That's really the, the oh, whole drive. <laughs> no wonder you started this yeah, trail. It is. It, I'm it, frustrated. Really, it's, it's the driving force behind everything that, that I do. If, it, if I'm doing a cocktail video, it's, that is a fun way for me to express um, my desire to get the, the word out. So if you, know, if you go to a, the DABC location, maybe it can kind of be pretty intimidating. You go out of state and you go to like a Specs or a Total Wine or something like that. They're, you know, big box warehouse liquor stores. It's intimidating. So um, if you see that many spirits, you're going to go to what's more commercial, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Well, what was the last thing I saw a commercial for? What was the last thing I saw, yeah. you know, what an advertisement for? Oh, I'm going to go grab some Jack Daniels, you know, and I don't, I, I always bring up Jack Daniels, and I don't mean to pick on them, but they're the ones that they're the highest seller yeah, in whiskey in Utah right now. Well, that's just because of advertisement, right? That's why they spend that kind of money on it. Man, These like small the distillers can't do too. that. <laughs> you know, they can't. 
you know, they get to a certain level and maybe, you know, um, they can put a billboard on a, on a road for a short time. Right. So they can't market. They can't make a a commercial. A distiller cannot make a commercial for their spirit. I don't know that if they made a commercial and they um, and they approached one of the local channels that they could actually put it on there. I also don't think that they have the money to do that. I mean, there everybody is putting their money right back into their distilleries right now, especially during COVID. Oh yeah. So if they had the money, could they? There's no law against. Commercializing. I mean, putting a commercial out, putting an ad out on the paper. I I don't. I okay. So I don't know that for sure. Hmm. I I do I know ask. you can see um, billboards and stuff like that. So it's not like they can't advertise, but the DABC won't allow them to uh, kind of advertise within the store. Like, hey, we're local. You know. That makes no sense. And the. The DBC, they have their own struggles. You know, I, I pick on them a lot, um, but they don't have the they don't have a budget for staff right now. So, so my my initial or one of my going in um, goals, you know, I had a, a five year and ten year plan because I went to business school and I was kind of geeking out about it. Um, but one of those goals was to develop a training plan for the DBC. Uh, employees so they knew what local was even if their managers and the directors uh of the organization wouldn't allow them to say you know hey that's a look you know don't buy that buy a local but you know i like that if somebody came in and said hey do you have any local spirits they could point them out Mm -hmm. like they just can't you know uh, there was there's a small liquor store in brigham city and they had alpine um, they had a bottle of Al- uh, Alpine American whiskey and uh, they were discontinuing it. And so I went in there to, to buy it. To, you know, I didn't really need any more whiskey uh, and I'd already had a bottle of Alpine uh, whiskey at the house. So I was just, I was buying it because I wanted to show a demand signal at that location. And I talked to the, the employee that was there, because it was seriously, it was a lone bottle sitting all by itself um, on on a shelf, but two shelves over and two shelves the other way, and you know, four or five shelves up and down. It was all empty. It was just as, literally this. I mean, you couldn't shine a spotlight on this any no any better. It was the oh, last wow. bottle, and so I talked to I talked to the employee, and she said, "Yeah, we're actually discontinuing that. Um, we're not going to carry it anymore." I said, "Well, you don't." Your shelves are empty. Why are you not carrying this anymore? Well, you know, we just have, nobody has been coming in for it. Uh, okay, but do you, I mean, this is a local spirit. I'm, I really wanted to be able to support the locals. And she had no idea. She said, well, oh. let me, you know, here's the manager's number. So I talk, called and talked to uh, him, and we kind of talked about it for a little while. And, and he was like, yeah, you know, I wish I could you know, showcase them as a local. And I, and I think that, you know, people would support locals, but I can't put a sign on the shelf, you know, saying that this is a local thing. One of the, one of the organizations that I was really excited about and still am, uh, Utah's own, they're actually a part of, um, 
they're a part of, oh, geez. They're a part of the state government. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, and I didn't know that until I uh, actually pursued membership. And I realized that they were part of uh, the Department of Agriculture for Utah. Um, but they their whole focus is on local stuff. And they, they started working with some of the distilleries to, to provide some awareness for them. Um, and you see that little green Utah zone sticker. sticker. Yeah. yeah. Or the little James weed do something similar yeah, so like that. With yeah. 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 That's that, okay. Yes. Yeah, super cool guy, by the way. Oh yeah. I, I love James. Shout out James. Yeah. Who doesn't? Like, every, yeah, I love that guy. Anybody that's ever met him would be like, Oh, that's the coolest guy in the world. Yeah, yeah. And his and last name is Reed. I mean, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I met him the first time. I, I think it, I met him the first time was at the Holy Stone grand opening party. I bet. Yeah. And he so, supports everyone too. Like, Everyone. Oh no! I know. Everyone. Yeah, it, I just don't know how that dude has the energy, but oh, he's same. everywhere. He's always peppy. He's always up. Yeah. God, that guy's. And awesome. he's everywhere. That... Maltsters, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're on a they whole just, I guess there's something about <laughs> chewing on the malt that just gives you like secret energy or something. I'm gonna start doing that. <laughs> he has way more energy. Well, than that's that a guy. great segue to you. You do something on the spirit trail called uh, Locals First, right. correct? And so that's kind of like the Utah Zone, where it's it's promoting like from start to beginning, start to finish. Right is just local, right? Right, and try to showcase it, all everything from the malt to the distillers and the pro. I mean, yep. so talk to us about the locals first. Local first. Well, so we we try to partner with folks, other businesses that are located in Utah, right? They're uh, from Utah, and not only do they tie kind of into the spirit world, um, but you know they they represent themselves well, and they uh, they just have an interesting product. The rag uh, rag proper flasks. That's a it's a glass flask that's wrapped. Uh, they have a leather. Uh, oh, you would love that, Derek. Oh, it's, I actually brought yeah. one as an example. I know nobody out here, you know, in the radio land can can see it, but I actually brought one for you guys to see. It, until you get it in your hand and you feel kind of the the weight of it, you know, just the quality of the the craftsmanship it's it truly is amazing um so partnering with them was was great and carrying their products for a while we even did during the holidays uh they offered um a discount to anybody that you know used a code that was from the spirit trail so we we provided a code and if uh people were interested in in getting a uh, flask from them they could get a 10% discount. So we hope to do more stuff like that in the future. Yeah, push um, for that. But yeah, so uh, Beehive Cigars was... Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> they, they sponsored one of our first uh, Easter eggs. So they, so an Easter egg was pre-COVID. We'd, we'd place these little gift uh, baskets, if you want to call it that, uh, around the trail. So as people were taking their guide and they were you know, go across the trail. If, if they knew that there was an active Easter egg out there, they could ask the distiller if they had it. And then they, if they could just get it. So, uh, beehive was one of the first, first sponsors of, uh, of an Easter egg. And they gave us some t-shirts and a sweater and a hat and a bunch of stickers. And I mean, it was just super cool to have, have them just be so eager to to be a part of something like that. That's and really cool. Yeah, it was literally no sell. You know, I just talked to the manager and, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, oh well, yeah, obviously we want to do that." <laughs> so, so cool. 
Yeah, so that was really cool. Local, and I like that a lot. Yeah, this is how as a community, let's keep it going. Let's right. keep I, let's keep that thriving, and that emphasis on you guys pushing local makes sense because Beehive's local as well, and so right. local helps local helps local. Right, it's making sense. We'd like to start. I, I need to get out to. Um, usually, when I'm in Salt Lake, I, I try to hit all of the distilleries, which is almost impossible, if not impossible, to do in <laughs> yeah. one day. Um, but I need to get over to like Bitter's Lab and because I'd like to talk to them about featuring them. When I do uh, cocktails for the, the Spirit Trail, I I do uh, I do use bitters. I mean, that's just they're in cocktails. So I'd I'd like to start uh, using their products. I need yeah. to uh, talk to them about. Um, I mean, you know, purchasing their bitters, but allowing me to mention them because that's yeah. that's one of the big things you know can i say can i use your product in a video and will you allow me to um kind of promote promote it absolutely yeah. so i mean i i don't want to run afoul with anybody in the industry you know so i i would just really wouldn't want to um come across as somebody that's trying to uh earn a buck off somebody else. Right. right. Absolutely. And I like that about you. I mean, that's really cool because that, that passion's palpable. You see that. I mean, Derek, the first time you're being Charles, I mean, we the passion's there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it, I mean, fantastic. Every, everything you're saying, like, I love it. Like, it's the great one. I wish I would have known about this. And it goes back to exactly what you're saying earlier. I didn't know about your spirit trail until David mentioned it to mm-hmm. me. Now I'm very interested when you actually get it up and going again because yeah. uh, right now you're still waiting to get fired back up and no it's or, it's very much active um the only the only portion of our trail that's not active is the spirit trail van tours that's right because so, okay. you're not actually you're not actually walking a trail just for those who are listening you're not no. actually walking yeah. a trail because if it was hiking <laughs> no. sorry charles i would not do it no i don't do hiking but no. for the spirit trail you're getting a bunch of sprinter vans and yeah. you're trying to have a, a guide taking you to these different yeah. uh, distilleries. And, you know, initially it'll be me, but you know, as we expand, we'll we'll have more we'll have more guides. But um, yeah, it'll be uh, package uh, package deal. So we'll take people can like a group of friends can charter the van for. Um, we have two different styles of vans right now um, that we have worked with a, a local salt company in Murray, I think, um, is where they're at. But anyways, they, um, we've kind of contracted with them to rent some vans. Uh, one is a super nice, yeah, the super nice white van. That thing's awesome. <laughs> it's got the reclining uh, leather seats. Oh, yeah, oh, thing's beautiful. So you're going, you're going hardcore. So you well, that one's a little bit more expensive, but it uh, it is luxury. For, yeah, it it's for a specific kind of clientele what we what we would typically see um people renting that would be like a real estate company wants to take their realtors out gotcha. right um a, a law firm wants to take their partners out something some like of those that large tech companies right they want to take their, yeah. they want a little group um great place to do it utah a little team building enterprise yeah. you know uh, you go out and you learn something as a team you you um we do just any kind of thing with it, you so know, but on, we take them to a, a few of the distilleries. So not we, all of them. Just no. A and then, um, again, once it comes 
once COVID's kind of no longer that big of a thing or the distilleries kind of open up their their places for tours, which most of them don't right now, um, there's, I'm sorry, about half of them do. They're due offering a tour right now and, and they just can't do a tasting because of the, you know, yeah, obvious right. reasons. Um, but, you know, eventually they will come on. I'm hoping to see it in April, you know, Maybe we can we're, we're open, hoping yeah. as well because we have the same thing set up over at Strap Tank because we actually have a few of the like taps downstairs in Lehigh like set up. Right, and that was the entire idea: give a little tour, have a small little tasting. But health sure. department is you know put a hold on that for the time being. Well, and it's completely understandable. I I, mm. I get that when we when we get full up though, we'll so we try to see four to five distilleries per you know per tour. Um, the we also have the just a regular um kind of blacked out sprinter van and that's that's just would be more for like a group of friends maybe yeah, yeah. yeah. Not yes. well so, yes. yeah, God, you can do that but give in <laughs> you you can you can only have so much so it's not like you're it's not a booze cruise by any stretch of the imagination if i don't want to give people the expectation that they're going to go out and just get smashed because gotcha. they're not they're they're going out they're going to do a tour mm. at each one you know so that's a little while they're going to sample some spirits the law only allows the distillers to um offer so many ounces mm. so you know you have two ounces at uh like holy stone and then we go out to dented brick and you have two ounces but you're like there's an hour and a half between driving yeah so because you're doing the tour you do and the drive and everything else you're learning about the spirit it's more of an educational event than it is about going out and getting smashed yeah i'd be i'd be largely interested like if i had a couple of my military buddies or some of my friend brewers from like out of state they came into utah i'm like hey yeah yeah, let's jump on this Uh, let's go check out some of our local stuff here in utah right like yeah you've no, it sounds fantastic. Like that's yeah. that's yeah. I How could, would you incorporate I people from uh, Southern Utah though? How are you gonna get so that know, will be for that will be an all day event? Obviously, um, it will be either van um, that they choose to charter. But since Silver Reef is a distillery, a brewery, and a vineyard, they the vineyard actually has a really nice uh, area to kind of sit and have. A nice glass of wine and some cheese. Yeah, it's like and a just hat kinda, trick location. So yeah, you got the distillery. So it would be, yeah, that's really yeah cool. it's a couple hours down there, and we spend spend the day um, doing tours and tasting different spirits and and beers if you choose and wine and um, and then we just kind of head back. But you don't have to worry about driving down. You know, you're you're with your friends or your family. So I mean, it, it could be just a really great experience. Um, I, I'm very excited about that that tour. I think that's going to be awesome. Yeah, that one, uh, when that one gets up and going, uh, send me an email. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I would yeah. love to go down to Southern Utah. I and really hope to get, I really had hoped to get um, uh, Moab Brewery online too. Because oh, yeah. they were, Moab's beautiful. They have the, um, they have the spirits there as well. Mm-hmm. So, and I was very excited about maybe bringing them on and then they could be kind of a hitch in that. You know, go to them first and then down to St. George. Or well, even from then, Salt Lake County yeah. down, it's like halfway kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Just kind of a, a 
Yeah, divert. Hey, Moab, but that's all we who drink. Who doesn't love Moab? Yeah, I, I don't know a single soul who doesn't well, like Moab. Well, the yeah, wife and I, like, we do the Easter Jeep Safari every year. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, we didn't go last year thanks to COVID. But in 2019, uh, that's all we drank was Moab. Like, luckily they had the spirits. We're like, anyway, we pick a beer and the spirits all in one location. That's yeah. all we drank while we were there. How cool is that? You know, oh, it's fantastic. I'm very excited to to uh, taste the spirits that they they distill once once they come on. So that that's It'll be awesome. I'm excited but for yeah, that. But yeah, the the trail is expanding every year. So we're, you know, the new distillers are out, come online. Um, you know, we're excited to to bring them all on. I think it's going to be, the bigger the trail is, the more more awareness we can yeah, bring to uh, all of the distillers. That Keep was excited. The, the trail was designed to tie kind of, so I guess going back to kind of the origin story, the Utah Bourbon Enthusiast was a was a group that I started on Facebook because I wasn't really I was getting into whiskey didn't really I had I had been doing a lot of research and I had knowledge not having anybody to talk to it about it you know my wife didn't really want to hear it she's uh, she's into <laughs> wine and I, I swear to you one day I'll find a whiskey that she'll drink but I've tried a lot and she, she just hates them. Even yeah. the flavor, like the but peanut butter, has, the cinnamon, like no, yeah. no, 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 my wife's whiskey. all about whiskey. Like we always yeah. have double rye, like always. Yeah. And then whenever boo rye comes around, we always pick up that. Like yep. you know, she loves High West. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's oh man, their rendezvous rye is amazing. The rendezvous is always fantastic. Yeah. But like, I asked him the question the other day, High West. Uh, sorry to cut you off, Charles. Yeah, no but worries. High West. Uh, I asked them when they're bringing back Valley Tan. They said they are not bringing back Valley Tan, and I think I'm gonna stop. Purchasing stuff from my West because that was like my favorite. Yeah, was, well, that was that's the, um, kind of the local favorite because it had a local story. Oh, it was know? great. Yeah, that was uh, uh, Brigham Young's whiskey recipe that they were uh, distilling, and yeah. that it really kind of. I know it's off-putting for some people to hear, but it's uh, you know it really ties back to the 1800s. Yeah, the, and I think it's it. At, I just kicked myself in the ass for drinking it because I feel I should have held on to it. I didn't know yeah. they were just going to do it. Well, they said they will be doing a special release, yeah, like a, full a barrel, strength barrel. You know, barrel uh, that's that's going to have people like, lining right, up out the door. But I'm not opening yeah, that right. one until I die. No, <laughs> no. Well, and it'd be insanely valuable the you know that the day it comes out. Oh yeah. But so you have you have a hugely popular, world renowned distillery right here in Utah, right? Um. And so, every, you know, people come to Utah, you know, people travel here all the time. Locals enjoy uh, whiskey and they know High West. Well, how do I tie the, the notoriety, and, you know, and the awareness of such a huge distillery to a distillery that is not as well known, right? Well, you start a trail you, and you incentivize the trail. You know, we, we give gifts to, to folks that finish the trail. They just get a stamp at every one of the distilleries, kind of like a passport, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, everybody knows how I went. Oh, yeah, and, that, and they're encouraged. They, they see the booklet or the guide up at, uh, up at High West, and they go, oh, there's more. There's, there's more there's than just, more high than just the High West, you know. <laughs> yeah, like the so, five-year over at the Sugar House, that five-year was fantastic, oh, the red label. Like we still have a tiny bit at the house, but I was coming over. Very surprised. It was gone like 
um, Ooh, yeah, so uh, I had the wife go and pick it up because we were at work. You know, uh-huh. I'm like, uh, I can't really leave. Uh, call April. She's uh-huh. like, I really have to go and get this. I'm like, yes. yes. Like, <laughs> I'll send you the money. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. And she went there. So like, I just paid like fifty dollars for this tiny little bottle. I'm like, yes, you did. Yeah. Did you get two? <laughs> yeah. Go. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah, I'm kicking myself every day for not picking up uh, two. But that's that's always been kind of in the back of my mind. If if I pick up two, that means somebody doesn't get one. Yeah, I got you. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's when it's when it's that small of a batch and it's going to be that insanely popular, I'm always a little hesitant. You know, the the greedy part of me is like, oh, I'm gonna buy them all, you know. Because I <laughs> my precious. You know, yeah, like, oh man. And that that is one of those ones. That was um that's probably one of the most popular, you know, widely popular releases. And there's been several, but we we try to feature every release on the trail. We try to do a release video for for every that's one awesome. of them. Showcase oh, that. That's yeah, just so people know that they're so out there. There's a voice you know? out there, and you're being yeah. that voice. And because had you not spoken out on these things, Charles, I wouldn't know about you. I yeah. wouldn't have reached out to you. And be like, what the hell are you doing? What's going right. on? Like, I don't know. And and when I see any release coming out, you're always on top of it. I try to. I yeah, try to be. It's there's great. there's been a few that I've I've missed, but I try to be. Um, like uh, Den and Brick just released uh, a whiskey. It's American whiskey, right? Ooh. And it did not know that, uh, by the way. Yeah, while I'm down here, because I I picked, got a bottle. They were gracious enough to uh, to um, sell me a bottle like early, and uh, so I was tasting it. And I'll be damned if I have like already drank that whole <laughs> that whole thing. So I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go back down and pick it up but it's it's an insanely approachable whiskey you know it's uh it's not overly proofed you know so for folks that just want uh a nice whiskey to just sip and this one you can sip on ice you can put it in a cocktail it'll stand up in a cocktail but if you drink it neat it's not gonna kill you yeah, you know what I mean. It's not going to turn you off from like heat or anything no, like that. No, so no, no, it's completely nice smooth. Background yeah, flavor. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it was fascinating. Forty-two percent was, no, yes, yeah, no, it's so it was eighty, eighty-four to eighty-six proof. I think. Okay. Yeah, so it's not, uh, it's not insanely. Uh, people would say hot. You know, mm-hmm. um, the the bourbon heads and whiskey heads are going to smoke me for that one, but yeah, it's not hot. Or spicy or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. However you want to say it, you know. Right. Um, and that could turn off people. I mean, turn off people who don't enjoy. Like your wife doesn't really enjoy whiskey. Yeah, know, she heat. didn't like that one either. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've got several at the house. You saw in the in the Zoom video. The oh yeah, you have the, I mean, the biggest personal collection I've seen. I think west of the Mississippi. Like, what is going on? Yeah, <laughs> it's a little, badass collection. It's a <laughs> I, I kind of got out of control with it. But no, you didn't. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> I want to come over. I met. Yeah, no, please. Any, yeah, anytime uh, that you're up in Southern Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I always, I, I've always got a you know, a, kind of an open door policy. Cool. You know, anybody that, that comes over. Um, there's two things that'll probably happen. You'll, you're probably gonna get a sandwich from my wife because my wife is the the Always consummate down. hostess. Yeah. Um, you're just and you're probably this. gonna have a cocktail. You're upselling this. What's wrong with this? <laughs> it's, there's, there's, well, the drive. It's, oh yeah, uh, that's true. We have to yeah. put reservations yeah. in, or is yeah. it, yeah. just stop by. Oh, it's open twenty four seven, kind of. That's awesome. Um, 
but yeah, you'd probably get licked by the dog. And uh, but that's okay with that. That's good. We'll, 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 we'll that. schedule that here in the future. Yeah. But at that point, we're gonna take a little quick break right now. A little bathroom break and probably refuel. I don't know about you guys. I'm a little thirsty as well. Uh, but we'll take a little quick break. Shout out to our sponsors, King's Peak Coffee Roasters. King's Peak Coffee Roasters takes coffee seriously. They source their beans from sustainable farms worldwide, ensuring every sip is a celebration of exquisite flavors from captivating blends to single origin roasts. King's Peak's friendly staff embodies hospitality and coffee passion, guiding you on an unforgettable coffee journey. King's Peak is committed to a positive impact on the coffee supply chain, supporting farmers and artisans globally. Whether you're a seasoned coffee aficionado or a curious newcomer, King's Peak is your coffee sanctuary. Explore their selection of coffees, accessories, and gifts, and join us in celebrating the joy of coffee and human connection. Discover King's Peak Coffee Roasters, where coffee dreams come true. Into the next bean, my friend. Experience Clearwater Distilling, Utah County's exclusive gem of a distillery. With quality in every sip, their in-house crafted spirits like Scandalous Cinnamon Whiskey is unlike any other, a mark of their commitment to perfection at its best. With Clearwater, you acquire versatile spirits and unforgettable moments. Their diverse selection of spirits can be enjoyed neat or in cocktails, enhancing every occasion in any situation. Also, with their own humidor, explore their custom curated cigar collection, the ideal pairing for their fine spirits. Clearwater is where we go for an amazing cigar and whiskey pairing. Head to Clearwater Distilling for yourself to see where spirits become memories. Cheers to excellence in Utah County. See you at Clearwater. All right, so we're back, guys. Uh, Charles, you captivated me with this uh, passport you're doing. You have a Utah Spirit Trail guide, if you will. Right. And so, correct me if I'm wrong, you can go on this trail, you're going to go to different distilleries and get a stamp from that distillery. Mm-hmm. That's correct. And once I get all the stamps, so we're talking everyone on the trail, then I get a trophy. I get an award. Is that- you do, yeah. Yes. You get. So we, uh, we send out a certificate as well, like, and we, I always say it, or jokingly say it's a you know it, it's a certificate that's you know befitting such an amazing uh, achievement as completing the trail. So it's it's a it's a nice certificate, but it's you know we do it tongue in cheek. Um, but the glass is more serious. So we we send out this uh, cocktail glass. It's broad based, super heavy. It's imperfect glass. Uh, it's got the bubbles in it. Um, Gorgeous. Yeah, it's super cool. It's got the logo etched in it, um, and we're just really excited to share that with folks. That's not something – I mean, it is on the website. Uh, you People can look at it, but um, it's in the store, but we don't sell it in the store. It's not for sale. Um, oh, that so is one thing that – You have to complete. You have to complete the trail. Yeah. I just want to have something that is special for the people. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, that's a fantastic that is, idea. Great idea. That is uh, a beautiful glass and really is something oh, yeah, that – yeah, for sure. You I know, wouldn't let anyone drink from this besides myself. Yeah. <laughs> and if you pull that, you have your buddies over or whatever, you pull that out of the cabinet and you're – like, What you know, the hell is that? You're like, oh, man. So if you're adding cool. to the trail, does that mean I, I have to give this back and then I can only <laughs> receive it back if that's, I go add yeah, it to the trail? that's true. I mean, no. damn, I mean, <laughs> uh, so no, you, you complete the trail. Um, there's some correspondence that, that happens, but um, folks will send me the guide, um, and I'll just verify that all the stamps are there. Um, there's a signature block in the back, and I just check to see if they signed it because I do put the people that 
have completed the trail on the website. Oh, cool. Um, so if they don't want to be recognized, you know, if they don't want their name out there or whatever as associated with alcohol, that's totally cool. Um, I, you know, I get it. So if they don't, they don't want to be on there, then uh, don't sign the guide. But I just check, make sure all the stamps are there. This is really cool. This is fascinating. And then I send the guide back because um, there's a note page um, next to every distillery. So I know folks at home can't see that, but there's a... Oh, distilling uh, notes. Yeah. Oh, and it so, has the map really cool. location too yeah, right there. It's just, like, yeah, just a little... Yeah. It's a little map. It's just, you know, if you're like right close and you, you can kind of see the side streets. Mm-hmm. Um, but really our website, if you go, if you find the distillery you want, you click on the more information and directions um, and it'll bring you to their page on our website and it gives you more information on on that distillery but you can click on a link there and it'll give you turn by turn directions so if you're on your smartphone oh. right and you're looking through my website on the smartphone the the website is really user friendly for the smart smartphones so um, you can literally do turn by turn directions straight to the distillery from our website so That's I, uh, I think it's uh, it works really well but the guide itself in the front cover, and I talk a lot about about the guide in various videos, cocktail videos I've done for the trail, which are uh, on our website in the members area. Um, in the cocktail guide are all of our cocktails, uh, videos, and just recipes. And, but on Facebook, we've been releasing a cocktail video weekly, and on a few of those, I've talked about the guide and kind of the usefulness of it. Um, it's a very rugged guide, and... That's for several reasons, but um, I honestly, uh, and she's going to kill me for this one, uh, but I designed the guide to to um, take the damage that would happen in my wife's purse. Oh, hey. So, yeah, just I got because, it. you know, sense, anything though. that goes in there is a oh, shredded bag of I crap understand. when it comes back out. <laughs> so uh, I wanted something that, because if it takes you a year, to complete the trail, or if it takes you a month to complete the trail, there could be a lot that that guide goes through. Yeah. Right. I mean, it literally is um, something that is supposed to be a part of an adventure. Yeah. So I wanted it to have the look and the feel it's like of a map. that. I love right. this. So I, it's I super thick so, cover. Oh, I love um, it. Easy because you have the you have the the name of the distillery. You have the address, the phone number. You have some details. You have it looks like someone dropped a pin in the book. Yeah, the notes. I mean, it's right. fascinating. Yeah, it's. We I want really. To do I this. spent a long time just kind of designing that. Really, um, just so I could get the you know the copyright just right. You know, I I wanted to apply for a copyright just. Uh, yeah. So just how, so it could really to kind of outline to people that this is going to be the same format year to year. We're not going to change it up too much. It's going to have different distilleries in it. Like I said, we're adding yeah. adding to it. So each edition is going to be different. So as people complete the trail, and com- people can complete the trail year after year, and we just throw in extra stuff. They've so completed if I complete it, it every year. Am I going to get like a bigger Ooh. glass? No, it'll be like a glass and other <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. No, like it'd the, be great. Um, you know, you complete it twice, and if you choose the the second item, can be that that super cool uh, cigar. Uh, oh my caddy, god, that, the coaster. Uh, the coaster. Yeah. Oh my god, that's I really saw that. cool. Oh, but this is. Uh, 
if I want to get this guide and start my trail now, how do I go about doing that? So um, the distilleries or the the distilleries carry the guide. We sell them on the website, okay. Um, but we sell them for the same price that they are at the distilleries. So, and the whole point, I I always say, even even when you click on the link to buy the guide from me, I even say, there's I'll sell it to you for five bucks, but you're going to pay shipping and handling. So. Go to a distillery. Like, They've yeah, got where, them. Where That's where you're located. supposed to go. Yeah. yeah. Just go to your first so spot. So like right now, yeah. we can drive right down the street five minutes away and go to a sugar house distilling and pick this up. What do you guys right. do after this? So. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. our first day. Yeah. Yeah, it's, so it's we right. are at the, we're at the dregs of the, the final run of the first edition. So the second edition is at print. So I'm sure there's limited availability at the distilleries right now just because we're, we're right at the tail end of it. Um, so when the second edition comes, when the second edition comes out of print um, and it's been there for about a week and a half now so i'm probably out of column but um lithoflexo super cool printing company right here local company um that that does the guides for us um but anyway so i once it comes out of there i'm going to deliver them to all the distillery or yeah to deliver them to all the distilleries so they can they can sell them so this is Fantastic. so cool. This is awesome. Like Derek, yeah. I mean, I think you and I are geeking out about we want to do this ASAP. Oh, yeah. We're going to take a couple of work trips. 100%. You know? This is a great summertime idea. I mean, wintertime, but I, I'm just looking at it. I'm ready to go now. Let's get the Prius and go. <laughs> I, I'm telling you. Sorry, I tried to mean to kill you. <laughs> hey, that's where the Prius is coming. Yeah. almost choked All right. This is where the Prius. You know what? Yeah. Screw your Sprinter vans. Get a bunch of Priuses. Yeah, a bunch of Priuses. I just can't take very many. Everybody pile in the back. Get in the Prius. Let's go. I like this. So. How do I know, as a, as a common consumer, when you're going to add to the trail or if there's some spotlight to this dis- distillery, like there's something happening, besides just following your websites, uh, social media tags, how else can I support you supporting other uh, distilleries? Well, there's, there's lots of different ways. I mean, right, right now on our, on our website, there's a few ways that you can support the trail as we, uh, again, try to raise the awareness for all the distilleries. One way is the uh, what we call a trail maintenance. Okay, um, you can click on the on the button for trail to support the trail maintenance, and that's again a kind of a t- tongue in cheek thing where you know you could just kind of uh, donate to the trail through the trail maintenance um, button. If you're uh, if you would like to donate to our GoFundMe uh, campaign that we've got going on right now, that you can go to the website. We've got some information about it on Facebook. We've talked about it on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. Um, but essentially what that is is to help us uh, in our efforts to purchase our own Sprinter van, right? Because we have to rent the ones that we have now, which has been a great relationship, and, and we we love those folks. But um, we really want to be able to offer our customers – uh, a lower price. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And the only really, really, the only way to do that is to take the rental fee out, mm-hmm. right? So you're essentially um, paying for just a really good educational experience, and that's that's really it, you know. And how do we? What's the what's the go, GoFundMe? Let's see. The GoFundMe uh, is to help Utah Spirit Trails start van tours. Right. And your goal is 150,000. Right. You're at a thousand at the moment. It's climbing right now. Uh, we can donate to GoFundMe.com mm-hmm. slash Help Utah Spirit Trail start van tours, right. basically. 
cool. Let's do that. And there's, like I said, there's more information on the on the website, on the website. about that and and Facebook. Um, but yeah, we're really excited about it. We're I was really excited to hit um, the thousand dollar mark. Yes. Uh, really quickly, uh, I was taken aback by the the amount of support that we had. That's awesome. Right away, I mean, it was. Uh, it's humbling. It's humbling every day talking to the distilleries and and you know kind of listening to all the different distillers and their stories and their struggles and you know their uh, the origin stories are always fun yeah. you know and and if you look at some of the their labels that they've chosen um, a lot of them make you know references to Utah's history you know that uh, Hugh Moon's uh, story that they've got over at Den and Brick is amazing, but you can't, you wouldn't know anything about that unless you went to the distillery and heard that from them, right? So, and that's why the guide you see, there's a there's a brief little statement about each one of the distilleries in the guide. There's more information about the distilleries on the website, but I never wanted to be one that's telling the stories for the distiller. You want to hear from because, their mouths. That's beautiful. Yeah, they live it every day, and they have that God, kind of... Like I'm that. insanely passionate about the trail and in all the distillers, but they they have that deep-seated... They, they live that. They live their story every day. So they... Just to hear it from them is incredible. It, it, to me, it's like um, that look in my kids' eyes when my wife tells it, you know, reads the, the stories before bed. Just that, you know, that... Just that yeah, awe. That awe, you know. Factor. You just yeah. get that from... You get that from these guys. It, mm-hmm. it's, it really is just kind of a... Um, I don't know. It's, it's visceral. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it just kind of... It shakes you a little bit. And maybe, you know... But I've talked to a bunch of different people, like, it's, like I was kind of alluding to before, when I started the Utah Bourbon Enthusiast, we were touring... Um, obviously pre-COVID, we would, we would tour some of the different whiskey distilleries. Um, and, you know, it's the same response you get from, from anybody. Wow, that was just incredible. I can't even believe That's that. That's cool. I, yeah. I didn't know, you know, we went over to Sugar House and James went into this whole, um, this whole discussion about the, the barrel stave, right? And he brought the barrel stave out and he, and he showed us everything, you know, how how the spirit is affected by each piece of wood and what, what the difference is, in, is between uh, a new oak barrel and a toasted oak barrel and a charred oak barrel and the different levels of char and how each one of those affects a whiskey in a different way or really any spirit. Um, it really, even if you weren't interested just the way he's telling the story, it's, I mean, he could have been saying anything like and I'd been like, oh yeah, that's great, man. That's so cool. You know, yeah. just anything. It's captivating. Yeah. yeah. yeah and I'm, they're all like that. You go over to Holy Stone and you sit in their tasting oh, room. Oh never my been God. A, it's it just luxury. Oh, just pouring right. out the door oh, there. That passion the, is palpable. Even the back oh. of the place too. Like he's, he's a Navy veteran. Yeah. So like that's Mike. right in the back. Yeah. Mike, yeah. And yeah. Uh, you see like the old Navy ship kind of style. Yeah. Like, you're oh. like, this is really cool. Like, that door. Like, the yeah. The door. Are, is, uh, like, <laughs> it's like a 1500 pound door. They've got uh, no, off a sh- like a legit ship. Yeah. But you know what? Let's just go to the DABC and grab Jack down. Yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah. what bothers me. It bothers oh. me. But see, I don't think that so and I don't mean to cut you off. So, no. Cuz I think 
you know, like I said before, I, I've lived in a lot of different countries and in a lot of different states. And, and one of the things that is, uh, that I believe to my core is that Utah, Utahns are yeah. some of the most ferociously loyal consumers to local companies, yeah. right? They would, they'll support a local shop. They'll support a local, you know, uh, it doesn't. It really doesn't matter what it is. You know, they'll they'll support them. You know, they we buy soap. You know, hand soap from from the uh, folks down the street instead of buying ivory. You know, we buy all just as a general rule. I just I I couldn't believe that more. You know, and I think it's endearing, but it the the problem is is the Utah consumer doesn't know that there's Utah spirits being made. And like I said before, when we, when we started touring distilleries with a Utah bourbon enthusiast, I knew of two. High West, obviously, everybody knows High West mm-hmm. and Sugar House, right? Um, but then come to find out through James that there is more. You know, and James at Sugar House, the, um, the owner there, he said, well, if, if you like this stuff, if you like whiskey, then you got to go here. You got to go here. You got to go, go down to Outlaw. You got to go, you know, go over to Hammer Spray. You know, you, there's all different kinds. And I'm just like, what? Take Take taking notes. notes the whole time. What? 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 Okay. Hang great. In there, so, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hang on. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Um, but yeah, so we started doing tours. And, and again, the, the uniqueness of each distillery is staggering, even though they're making some of the same spirits. Um, the personalities are completely different in every case. Their stories are all different. Um, but they all share the one thing, and that's nobody knows who they are. So yeah, you know that's, uh, and not only that, but they just don't they don't have the time. They don't have a PR campaigns going. They don't have uh, representatives. So uh, without, and I I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but without a trail, without a something, then they're they're just I can't really think of anything else. Yeah. Who's going to showcase it outside of you and yeah. what you're doing? How there's no marketing, there's no mouthpiece, if you will. Right. I, I don't know. I think what you're doing, Charles, is is badass, and it's it's something that needs to be done in order to get that voice out there. Because even sitting with, you know, uh, uh, the distillers, they, are, for me, it's like talking to a brewmaster, where you're like, their their knowledge is vast, and oh yeah, their passion's still there. And these distillers, for some reason, I feel like distillers are like even more artistic than they think. I mean, they're just so artistic that they just, they don't know how to be the eccentric kind of, I think they're a lot introverts, to be honest with you. I think they are. And, I think, well, I mean, I think, okay, so the biggest thing is, I think the the legal system isn't helping them out too much. Oh, you battle. Can, yeah, so, you know, if you brew your own beer, your whole neighborhood, if not your whole little town, knows that you brew beer because you're doing it in your garage. You know, that's mm-hmm. where you start out. And hey, man. And it's allowed. Yeah. You know? you're, yeah. You're, it's you're allowed totally to do illegal. like 100 gallons a year per person of 21 up to the eight, like up to two people per household. And so you can brew 200 gallons a year legally. Right. But distilling, that's still completely you illegal. Yeah. Like, you, you know, home distilling. If you try <laughs> that and, you know, you're really taking a lot of risk, not only legally, but, you know, to your personal health, your family's health, that you're dealing with alcohol under pressure, hot alcohol under pressure. That's 
not usually good, right? And there's a word for it. I think it's called a bomb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, so it's not, like, I mean, yeah. I know that it exists. I know that you can buy these, you can buy little personal stills. And, uh, you know, people have been doing moonshine since, well, since the Americas were settled, really. But um, if you are doing it, though, it's hush-hush, right? And so they live in this secretive kind of world, and then they they get either backing, you know, uh, or, you know, they get backing and they, they open up their own distillery or they, you know, they self-fund and open their own distillery. And then it's not much different, you know. You're still relegated to these quiet little um, spaces. Like a brewery, this brewery is beautiful. And it's in, are we in South Salt Lake? Oh, we're like Sugar House area, so okay, yeah, so Salt Lake. Yeah, right downtown. A- <laughs> I mean, this little neighborhood is amazing. All the little shops right here, and people can walk back and forth. Oh, yeah, and right out the front, too, the two large windows. You can see right inside yeah. and right into the brew house. You're just standing kind of over the top of it. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, it's like, so <laughs> neat. That must be what I'm looking at right right there. Yes. So, um, but anyways, you'll never see a distillery there. Never, ever, ever. So there are only a few places that distilleries can be. And so that's why you end up in these super industrial parks and, um, and these other areas, because you have to be X amount of feet from a daycare of any kind. So if, you know, Sally bag of donuts is running a daycare in her basement, you can't put a, you can't put a distillery anywhere close to that. You can't be anywhere close to a, a church of any kind. Um, you know, uh, schools, all different kinds of things. You know, and I was talking to um, JP at Hammer Springs, and he was talking about, you know, how he chose his location uh, in the in the industrial park, and he was saying, well, you know, you have to take that risk because it takes so long to get licensed. It takes a year, right, to get uh, get through the federal process of licensing. It takes a year, uh, and to get that process and and the state process um but the the second you get approved you have to be able to brew immediately like when you get licensed when you go through that process you have to be able to uh do the distiller's mash right then if you're you know if you're distilling uh whiskey or or whatever if you're doing vodka whatever you have to be ready right then so then you have to wait a year so you have to have the facility yeah, for an entire you, year. You got to be paying for the facility while right. you're not making so money. You're in like, the red. Yeah, you're not making, yeah, you're in the you're in the red. Oh yeah, so that goes into a whole yeah, other story. But risk. you're you're. But if a church opens up or a daycare opens up during that time that wasn't there before, no, I'm serious. There's <laughs> oh, no grandfather, <laughs> so you have to like if you enter into a lease with uh, somebody that's got a building, or, you know, or, or you build a building. You have to have, um, you have to go into it with that, you know, that, uh, that caveat that, hey, if something opens up, understand that I may have to break my lease because I can't. Oh my God, legally. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, Imagine the, like putting all that into your building, like get the still there, order all your ingredients, just waiting just so something can open mine. up across the street. So, you yeah, got to back up and move. A pain in the then ass. wouldn't you have to resubmit the licensing as well for the next building? Uh, that, so that I'm, 
I'm not sure if you can just change the address because at that point, you know, you're in the federal process. And then once you get through the federal process, it may just be, a, you know, you're editing the address. I'm not 100% sure on that. I think once you get to the state, though, when you're talking to the state about their licensing process and getting the, you know, the, the fire marshal over to do all of the code inspections and, you know, just going through that whole thing. I think that would probably have to restart for sure. Damn, you that know? Is, that's tedious. So. It's beyond tedious. <laughs> Yeah, Jeez. it's insane. So I, I think between distillers and brewers, that that's one of the biggest differences, right? Is oh, you can, very much so. I mean, you can have this um, beautiful uh, bar and restaurant, and you know, be in a really hip kind of part of town, and you get the foot traffic. Well, you don't get foot traffic at a distillery. You no, just you will no, never. No, you got to no drive out of your way uh, to get to them. No way. Wait. Beehive and Sugar House, I think, are really fortunate because that area is growing up around them. Oh, so yes. So now that they're established, they can't be really picked on uh, very much. But uh, I'm sure there are ways. But they're they're rooted in that community. They're rooted in that area. But they've got a lot of super cool apartment and condo yeah. going up mm-hmm. around them. They're um, the tracks. Uh, station. Oh yeah, that really yeah, nice track yeah, station is. is right next, right up the street from them. So, and they've got that really neat lip parkway uh, walkway right there that they can people can walk down to see them. Yeah, and they're right next to two breweries as well. It's a like sugar yeah. house is right next to Salt Fire and Level Crossing, yep. like all walking distance. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, if you go to one of those locations, you better be going to all three. You know, <laughs> right? Yep. So yeah, Sugar House is right across the street from um, Beehive. And then, yeah, I think oh, it's Saltfire is, is right next to you. Yeah, yeah, Shades, Shades is, is also there. across. Like, yeah. yeah, like all right there within that like quarter mile radius. Like, yeah. You could really lose your mind. Right yeah. Yeah. That's super there's cool. A, yeah, there's a neat, uh, I think, uh, no, that's over by, now that I'm thinking about it, it's over by Beehive Cigar. has got a really cool um, skate deck if you're into skating. They, um, Cigars cool. and skating, how you doing? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be bad because it's smoking ash getting your eye, but... Um, but another great local company. Yeah. So. Charles, what can we as Tastemasters do to help you push Utah Spirit Trail? Honestly, this is, this is really it. This, and this is more than I can ask for. I've, always, you know, I've been kind of uh, doing this kind of standalone. I I've, have been on a few podcasts before, um, and that's always been uh, really helpful. But uh, I think just continuing the conversation right that's always um the most difficult part is to stay relevant right and stay kind of stay out there so and i think that's really the only way to to do it is um discuss it not not just like with me but with with those were around yeah once once i think once i finish this I'll yeah. be talking about it all the time. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll bring out and that I, glass. If like, we can get at least one, two, three, ten, hundred people, you know, at least listening yeah. to this or something where we like, hey guys, there's something going on, not just like there's something going on. Because Derek's <laughs> over here geeking out. I'm over here yeah. geeking out. I'm ready for my stamps. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and it's because I want to hear these cool stories. I'm hearing you tell me about these cool stories that yeah. this, this, these distillers have. We've heard we've had Ethan on. I sat there and Ethan, I was like, uh, tell me everything. Yeah. And he, yeah. There's, there's way that, and there's other, dis, there's other distillers besides Ethan, by the way. Like, <laughs> but I need to, I want to yeah. meet them. I want to know them. I want to hear their story. So I guess. Oh, it, and oh, oh man, Ogden Zone has got a new location. And so ooh. for those of you that don't know Ogden Zone, they do the Porter's Fire or the Porter's whiskeys. They do the, 
um, yeah. uh, Five Wives. They do the Madame Perini's yeah. gin. I need to try that. I haven't tried five that wives. one yet. Everybody That's knows really five, wives. Yeah, five, five Wives. Five Wives, Five Husbands, too. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the funny thing is, is about them, they, they put so much focus on their labeling, right? And they do have a, a pretty decent social media campaign, so good on them. But uh, not many people know that that's Ogden's own. So when I've mentioned Ogden's own in the past, they, they always, people have always said, well, what do they do? Well, five wives. Five wives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 We yeah. got it now. Like, we talked <laughs> so, to Jamie of Pink Boots and Jamie Burnham. She is in there blending and distilling over there. And Oh, awesome. She goes, oh yeah. Or someone, I think Julia is like, oh yeah, you do, you're with the, uh, five wives. She goes, no, 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 Ogden's own. I mean, same thing. But, yeah. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah. But it's a family. It's like a family of labels, but um, that's really cool. But they have a really super neat um, new facility uh, that, that has this. Oh man, just epic, epically poor timing. But they have this huge uh, green area that's like an a- outdoor amphitheater that they were going to do like little shows and all kinds of different things to really just kind of bring because it's in kind of an up-and-coming uh, industrial area like roosters b street is just right down the street from oh cool oh, yeah they're we, a packaging agency right that's where the I larger so. roosters is that what i'm thinking of the larger one or 25th I don't no know. the one on 25th is the big one okay so the, so the b street oh, okay the, the b street one. is okay. the kind of a bistro yeah. style right yeah. it's a little kind of a kitschy cool little um, yeah. place where you can get a, a really good food you know shout out roosters mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I love roosters. Not a sponsor, by the way. Um, but, anyways, they just a really neat area uh, to go see. There's, I mean, shoot, Park City, come on, High West, and both the Wand Ship and uh, and the Saloon. Man, that place. Just, those, the Saloon uh, is one of my favorite places to go yeah. every time we're there. Like I said, food's outstanding, and oh, yeah. yeah, you can order like the small flights of the different oh, whiskeys yeah, and the clear whiskey. They're all like, you know, the half ounce, and it's just great. It's enough to where I can taste a couple of them before and my food comes out. Right. And eat my food. And That's the best brunch I've ever had in Utah was at one ship at the distillery, sitting oh. there and just, oh, my God, that view. Yep. I had a band, live band playing outside, gorgeous white. Yeah, how cool Makes is sense. that? It's fantastic. <laughs> More of that should times happen. times a year, it's awesome. Absolutely. Charles, I, I mean, there, there's, there's so much to this, and... I think we need to keep pushing for this GoFundMe because that that Sprinter van, we, let's get that. I want this book. I need all the stamps. Uh, for everyone who's listening, uh, Utah Spirit Trails, uh, go ahead, help Charles try to figure this out. Let's get the, the voice of the distillers out there. There's stories to be told. And like we say on here, when knowledge increases, behavior changes. And and I, oh, I, yeah. I, that's why I started this. Is is, is this, this podcast, is, I wanted to help kind of – it started with beer. I wanted mm-hmm. it. There's stories behind these brewmasters that, that oh, no one yeah. know about it. And yep. now I'm like, anything in the fermented beverage industry, sure. anyone that can help the community, because what you're doing is kind of what I tried to do and trying to do with, with beer, but there's right. more to it than just beer. Like there's this community, the, though I, I diss on Utah here and there all the time, this community is pretty badass. And there's oh, cool is. people and there's great things happening. Yeah. If I can give you one word of advice, I guess, for my usefulness, uh, Charles, <laughs> is be consistent. Keep oh, being yeah. consistent. I mean, Yeah, we've talked about that before. And sure. as long as you continue to be consistent, I think you're going to have continued success, brother. Right. And if it, anything I can do or the Tastemasters can do to help you out, let us know. I will be shouting you out, uh, reposting. I will do whatever it takes. And nice. I will make sure people like Derek and I will... We'll go out and, and get stamps and, and, yeah. and spread the word because I, if you look at my 
my cabinet at home, majority of it is tequila and uh, local oh, spirits. Man, there's some. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's not get there because yeah. it's another yeah. kind yeah, of worse, goes down but, a whole other road. But, uh, yeah, that's all I have out there. local spirits I have local as well. Spirits because that's, it that's makes it. sense. And then you know, Derek will come all, or, or come to work and be like, "Hey, I made this cool stuff with this gin or this vodka." And I'm like, "Shit!" I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. It's great. Oh, there's you can do anything, and that's that. Well, that's what inspired the cocktail videos. Instead of just putting recipes Keep out it there, going, was dude. just Keep it going. You know, just telling people you can. You don't have to go to a bar. I mean. Please do. There, these bars are struggling just like anybody else. And, right. But there's the craft cocktail industry is amazing. But I just try to show people that you know they can just do a pretty great cocktails right at home, and they don't. Have, they're not that difficult. And if you are scared because of COVID, if you are scared to go out and you're still kind of hesitant on that, you can make that these cocktails at home. Oh, absolutely. This product, most of the products yeah, either and, go to the distillery yeah, and or, pick up from the distillery. Yeah, absolutely. And like, yeah. while you're way picking less up, people get than the, the Davy C stores. So then you get like, a cool ass glass. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. I want the trophy. <laughs> Jeez. No, but Charles, thank you so much for taking your time today uh, to come down here and talk to us about this. Uh, I promise you, I'm bringing you back. We're talking more about oh, the spirits. That would be awesome. Um, we're going to do some tastings next time. Like we're going to make some cocktails next time. I think we oh, should do cocktails. Oh, that would be awesome. And I, I want you to, we have distillers that we want to introduce you to. Uh, I want to, let's get more people on the trail. Oh, let's absolutely. Let's get us going. Yeah, we, we can even do, um, if you're interested in even like podcasts at a distillery and, oh, that's and a dream. talk to the distillers and, and maybe even do like a panel or They'd be or super something cool like that. because we're doing this. This is our first one live at a, at a brewery. And inside the brew house, there's tanks right there. I could touch a tank right now if I right. wanted to. No. And doing that distillery would be really cool. And then we can bring, I would love to bring you with a you know, head distiller. And let's, let's talk. I'll come on that and one Derek's going to be on every yeah, single one. Yeah, exactly. Anything with liquor, Derek's then. there. He'll no. be there. I'll make yep. sure he's there. But again, Charles, thank you so much. Uh, is there anything that you would like us to do in the future for you? I know I said that already, but. No, just again, just continuing the conversation about um, the local distillers. and Perfect. And, um, increasing that awareness is that's the, really the only way that we can we can fight the back with the DABC and and maybe get more representation for these people because they're they're not name. selling they're not selling outside of the state mm-hmm. um, and that's they don't, frustrating because they're yeah. not gonna make money yet I mean no. but who's gonna know them outside of the state besides you know everyone knows High West but that's because they're out they're like almost in every state I think now oh they are they're and up. yeah they're global yeah, yeah they're, they're also owned by a fairly large a company. big company that's yeah. true well they were getting there before honestly they they were they were really realizing a lot of success. Um, I think Constellation came in. Uh, they saw that. There's, I mean, there's a reason why Constellation bought them. They yeah. were they were hitting that that level of success that they knew that they could take them global if uh, if they just injected a crap ton of money. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and so they. It's amazing how that works. Yeah, fascinating. <laughs> so it, it's awesome. I think that's a that's a dream for a lot of distillers is to to get large enough to be noticed. That'd be awesome. You know? Yeah. And then I wish we could help. So I mean, we're going millions. to help. We are going to help. Yeah. Derek, is there anything you have to say for this last one? Uh, I got five bucks on me. Can I take that guide? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, the, yeah, you can absolutely take the guide. You can have that guy. Oh, okay. We're fantastic. at the last, we're at the last little bit. Uh, the one thing to go fund me, Derek. That's, God damn that's it. exactly what's going to Five bucks there. Yeah. yeah. Even, you know what? Even a dollar helps, but um, yeah, these, these guides, the first edition will honor um, forever. You know, if people have a first edition and they're 
actively going through the trail and the second edition's out there. They don't have to worry. Um, we'll honor it. So there are new distilleries in the second dis- edition. Oh, I'm excited. Um, Ooh. That, <laughs> uh, that I will tell people that, you know, there, there's more participants, uh, that have come on. So, um, yeah, just, we'll honor it. So just continue your journey, continue the adventure and, this Have a great so time. Cool. I'm, I'm excited for this. I'm excited to start my trail. Let's go. But again, Charles, thank you so much for coming yeah, down. Thank you. I uh, cannot just wait to come to your house and get a sandwich and a cocktail. Oh, I'm, absolutely. You got me. Uh, anytime I go to southern Utah or southern uh, Idaho, I'm coming your way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, guys, support Utah's Spirit Trail. It's badass. It's out there. It's here now. Uh, let's get the voice out there. Let's keep it local. Let's In these hard times where it's becoming an issue... Let's just support. Let's support. We're in this community. We all live in it. Let's go. Until the next cocktails. This has been another episode of The Tastemasters. Find us on Instagram at the underscore Tastemasters, Twitter at The Tastemasters, or on Facebook at The Tastemasters. Like, share, subscribe. DM us for any questions or leave a review. Tell your friends and thanks for listening. Produced and recorded at Fuse Audio. Give them a follow at Fuse underscore audio.